Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name's Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And it is Thursday, so that means we are talking about business. Yes. Boom, shakalaka. So today, <laughs> today we're battling some myths. You know we love myth busting. Yes, I know. It was like the other role of like where I want to go in life. Like <laughs> I want to like, oh, <laughs> it's true. I know it sounds so weird. I like, I eventually, you know, like they have that show, The Myth Busters. And I'm like, I just, I'd like to be like a co-host on that show one day. I'm going to. Let's just say I'm going to be one it's day. so fascinating though. <laughs> it is. It's so cool just to be like breaking down the misconceptions and like the beliefs, the false beliefs that we all have. I think it's so cool. So I'm excited for today. Let's talk about it. Well, and we were at a conference recently at the ClickFunnels conference and they were talking about the difference between a myth and a misconception, which I thought was super interesting. So a myth is a lie that other people tell you. And a misconception mm-hmm. is a lie that you tell yourself. Yeah. So I was like, that's super interesting. So these are our three myths that are lies that uh, other people have told you or that somehow you have, have created as truth. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to bust some of them to help you guys, of course, get through your blocks and create the fitness and nutrition business of your dreams. And that could be in person or online. I mean, we're seeing now more than ever there's so much opportunity to open up online businesses, especially in this space and help a lot of people worldwide. Um, but that in turn with that comes a lot of blocks that come up for people, right? Like it's like, I can't do that. Who am I to do this? You know? Yeah, no, for sure. There's always that like feeling and that the, the misconception of like the thing that you lie to yourself about of like, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I can't do these things. Who's going to listen to me? that kind of stuff. But today we're going to talk about myths that is like the lies that ev- that the industry is basically telling you and the like that I don't say like the world but like the that you believe because you feel like you've heard it before or like you think that like maybe, you know, outside people or influencers or whatever have said this to you and so you believe this to be true. Well, this is what I find so interesting cuz like it's super cool right now cuz of course it's easier more than ever to become an entrepreneur, right? Like if you have an internet connection, you can open up a business in like a, a day. So when we first opened up FitChicks, you know, you had to go, first of all, you had to apply for like a business license. You had to, um, you know, we had to figure out space rentals, like, cause we were teaching our boot camp, So we had to figure out uh, places to rent like community centers and churches and parks. We had to figure out permits. We had to hire instructors. We had to do so many things where yes, running an online business, you do need a lot of things, but we need to do all that stuff like upfront before we actually launch our classes where now you can pretty much launch your online business in an hour. Like if you have an internet connection and you have like say zoom or you have something like click funnels, which is amazing um, as a platform for sales funnels, like you could build a funnel in a day. Yeah. And you're off to the races. Um, but what a lot of what I see though, and I see this even with our students a lot too is there is this idea around opening an online business, which are three myths, or we pulled our top three, but there's a lot of them. But there's, there's these, <laughs> yeah, there's these certain ideas, though, that we have in our minds 
Mm -hmm. And a lot of it's been perpetuated by these like, you know, these internet gurus or like people who are positioning their marketing and things like that, which right away you're like, yes, I could do this. But you feel like when things aren't going your way, or you feel like you need to be a certain type of person for you to be successful. So the first thing that we want to kind of bust, and this is one I actually was just talking to one of our students about, is that you can become an overnight success. Baloney. (laughs) Well, I'm going to say there is the rare, rare opportunity that you do hear of people becoming overnight successes, that all of a sudden they go from in 30 days, they're making seven figures. And this is so, so, so rare. Yeah. All that marketing that you see out there, those like ads that are like 30 days to seven figures or 30 days to six figures or 60 days to your own private yacht. I've seen those. Uh, that I've actually had ads that said that like, Oh, you want to live this yacht life? We, I can help you in 60 days. I'm like, well, first of all, like I never really thought about living a yacht life. So I don't even know why this ad's popping up. (laughs) You're like, actually, (laughs) maybe I should be thinking about it. But anyways, I digress. But the, the whole idea of this overnight success is just, is putting, is setting you up for failure. It's like, it's putting false beliefs into you because you're like, all of a sudden think like, okay, I'm going to do this program and I'm going to get seven figures in 30 days. And then if you don't reach that goal, you feel like a failure and then you stop what you're doing. And then you stop making the impact that you planned on making. And then you just start focusing on those numbers and it just, it throws everything off completely. Like it just totally F's everything up. But it's also that guys, a hundred percent, anything in life takes time. Anything good in life, anything good, think about anything good that has ever happened in your life. How often has it happened immediately? Mm-hmm. Like anything that's worth, like it takes time. It takes, it's like growing a plant, right? You plant the seed, then you have to water it. Then you see a little bit pop up. And I'm not saying that you have to wait. Like, for example, we've been in business now for over 10 years. Yeah. And I don't think, and I mean, there's this whole idea too. I'm going to talk about two things at the same time. There's this whole idea too, that people, of course, if you're a business coach in any way, you don't want to tell people about hard work because it's human nature to avoid hard work. It's human nature to look for the easiest way out possible. It's just the way we're all built, right? We, we look for what is, what can get us the biggest results with the least amount of effort. Hence why the lottery is so popular and people keep buying tickets because they're like, well, if I just have to buy it and I have a possibility to win all this money, Yes. Instead of, okay, why not instead of spending that money? (laughs) Yeah. Why not instead of like buying that, I can invest that into actually, you know, bettering myself and do the work that will take the time to make me become the person I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, so there is still this like idea that we're doing things with the least amount of possible, uh, that we want to put in the least amount of work possible. But as business coaches, so many people out there, they don't want to be honest with clients or like for us, like we teach a business portion in our fitness and nutrition expert program. We also have our online biz builders lab. Yes. The course is delivered over 60 days, but do we ever tell somebody, Oh yeah, you're going to have a super successful business right off the bat. I can't guarantee that. I can't no. guarantee that to anybody. Of course. And I also can't guarantee that in 60 days you're going to be done the program because it might take you a little bit longer to go through the content. It might take you, we just deliver it over a 60 day window, but you might take a year to go through it. 
because what you're developing is so complex or because you have limited time. Like it's just, it's so putting those kind of parameters is just really unfair. I think and it sets people up for failure because totally. And then they're like, Oh, I'm not getting through it on time. I'm not doing these things. And then when you feel like a failure, you just give up. Well, and that's where it's like, you know, the whole thing of we have to get out of this myth of that you can become an overnight success because all the people that you see out there who you think are overnight successes, there's probably 10 years of work behind the scenes that you didn't see. Yeah. There's probably 16 hour days you didn't see. Well, like you even said, like, I mean, we've been in business for 10 years. Like everyone thought a year after our boot camps launched and they were like growing rapidly and we were having all of these, we were hiring trainers and we started expanding locations across Canada and all these things. Everyone thought like, Oh my gosh, like it happened so quickly for you. Like it did happen quickly. Like a year is fast for that, to, for that yes. kind of growth and possibility. But we were working like animals. Like we like yeah. literally were like working on, we for the first year worked our nine to five jobs. And then every single night we were teaching fitness classes. We were meeting up after our fitness classes to put up posters. We were working on the weekends. We were strategizing, talking constantly about volunteering at events, volunteering at the events, taking all of our money that we made and reinvesting it into the business in any way possible. Like it's, it was like a lot of blood, sweat and tears to get to that place. And then yes, we were very fortunate. It grew very quickly, but it's like, it didn't happen overnight. It took us a year to get to that kind of growth. And then it took us another year to get to like even further growth. And then like it's taken us 10 years to get to where we are today. And even with that, it hasn't been, there's been steps back. There's been steps forward. There's been changing directions. There's been learning about internet marketing. There are so many things. And you know, when I, when someone asks me, what do I think is like the number one thing an entrepreneur needs to have? I think that you need to be resourceful. Like, I think you need to understand that like you are going to come up against obstacles. You're going to have to put in the time and you're going to have to find the resources, whether it be your energy, whether it be money, whether it be, you know, the right people, whether it be whatever it is, you have to keep going. You have to keep finding and you have to be okay with trying to figure that out. Yeah. Because it's so it's so easy to watch somebody else's journey and be like, I want to be like them. And then when you're not to be like, Oh, then that's not for me. I suck and I need to quit. No, that's where you should be like, Whoa, I'm looking at this person who's doing this thing that I want to do, which should tell my brain, this is possible because if they can do it, why can't I do it? And then starting to look at understanding how they're doing things. Mm-hmm. because it takes, and guys, this is something I'm not trying to scare you, but it takes work to build a business. Like it takes work. And I mean, I know you and I had recently had a conversation about one of our students who she was like, well, you know, like I really want to build this business, but I don't want to work on weekends mm-hmm. and I don't want to work. You know, I don't want to work after this time at night. Yeah. And we were kind of like, well, then I okay, don't really know what well, you want to do. It was kind of like, okay, but then you can only expect your business to scale to a certain level. If you're not willing to put in the work, you can't expect great results. Like you've got to, you have to, like the, the work has to, the output has to match the input, right? Like yeah. you can't expect that you're going to have the seven figure business if you're only going to work on your business for 10 minutes a day. And I'm not saying that that's what she was doing, but just that's, that's the mentality that some people have. It's like, like that five, what is it? The five hour work week. 
that book, that whole like yeah. idea of like four hour work week, the four hour work week where it's like you work on your business for four hours. Like you just work but, four hours a week. And it's no, like, but that's not even what that is. Like, no, no, I know it's not. But what I'm saying is that some people think that that's what it is, but that's what people hear. They, yeah. They think, Oh, I only have to work four hours a week and I can have this abundance. It's like, no, like, I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know about you, but I know like for you and I, like we do the work, like we work until it's done. We put in the work, we put in the effort, we get things done. And like, if that means working, I just volunteered this past weekend. I volunteered my time. That was four hours out of my time on Sunday, plus the hours leading up to it, developing documents, developing presentations, writing my speech, doing all of these things. I did that because that's part of our business, right? Like, and it's also because it's part of how I serve, but it's like that did those things. Like I don't just show up and do things and just expect all of this thing, the abundance to come. If that makes sense. Like, it's like, you have to put in the work, you have to put in the effort. And then eventually things just start growing and they grow from that opportunity and that like, and the effort that you're putting into it. Completely. Because there, of course, is the idea of working smart. There are people who feel like I'm busy and busy and busy. And we live in a society where people tend to wear their a badge of honor of how busy they are, which like is literally my biggest pet peeve is someone's like, I'm so busy. I'm so this. I'm like, everyone's busy. That's always my response. I'm like, everyone's busy because everyone is busy in their own way. And it's like, there's not someone who's busier than other people, but it's like, it's of course trying to work smart, but also, you know, understanding that, like, like you said, the effort that you put in, it might not always match what you're going to get out of it, but eventually you will get to the place where those things start to even out. It'll be like a balance check. Yeah. If not exceed, like, you know, no one at the very beginning, when we were first launched, when we were first were launching VitChix and we weren't getting any money from it. So no one was, there was no incentive for me to teach myself how to code a website. You know what I mean? There was no incentive for me to, you know, stay up until three o'clock in the morning, then get up for seven o'clock to go to work again at my full-time job. Because, you know, at that point it was just a dream, but I also knew I, in my heart, I knew this was what I needed to be doing, but also I realized the amount of work. Cause that's the one thing I'm reading right now. Um, Girl Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. And it's so funny because I can see so much of myself in this book and the way she describes her stories and the way she describes her journey. Because she's like, you know, I'm not, I might not be the smartest person and I might not be, you know, have all these degrees and diplomas, which will lead us to number two. Um, But I can always say that I am the hardest working person in the room. I will work my butt. If I don't understand something, I will work it like till I figure it out. And she built her business with no education on Google. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing. And it's like, you, you have to understand that like everybody who has something, they're the ones who are going the extra mile. They're the ones who are staying up. And every single person we know, even in our circle, who's very successful, they are the hardest working women you will meet. They do not give up. They study, they train, they have coaches. They like, it is a nonstop game. So if you think that anyone out there just has it all together, no, they don't. Or if it happened for them overnight, but you have to ask yourself, am I willing to put in that work? And that's where you got to get real with yourself and you have to be patient. You have to be patient. Agreed. Um, so to myth number two though, what is it? Cause I know you were saying like it's, it's, I know it's about education, but 
Well, it's a, even coming out of like reading um, that book. And I was thinking about too, is that, that a lot of people still believe that they have to have a degree in business and not as much I find in Canada because in Canada, our education system is not as pushed as in the States. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in the States, you still have their big schools, like the Harvards and the Yales, and there's still the stigma attached to going to those schools. Yeah. And yes, I think if you're working corporate world here, there's some places where you have to have an MBA, which I do feel like things are shifting with that as well. But there's this idea that to run a successful fitness and nutrition business that you have to also have this degree in business. And I hear this a lot from trainers. And this is another thing that makes me, I'm just like, guys, come on. Mm-hmm. When people are like, yeah, but I don't know. I'm just a trainer. I just, I'm just a nutrition coach. I don't, I don't do business. You know, I want to have this coaching business, but I'm not techie and I don't do business and I don't want to learn about this stuff. It stresses me out. I don't want to know about accounting. Yeah. And I'm like, then I'm like, no, no. Then you either have to have a deep pockets to be able to outsource it all. (laughs) And even then, even then, are you going to hand your business over to someone else? I was just going to say, yeah, I was just going to say that like, are you really going to be like handing it over and not understanding what it is that they're doing or not have any being uh, the ability to give them any direction whatsoever? No. Yeah. And like, you are doing that, then it's almost like, business suicide (laughs) no but it's even like I mean there's been times in areas in our business that we did not understand and we've spent tons of money having the wrong people in place and doing things whereas if we would have taken the time to understand it and it's not saying that you have to do everything this is the one thing it's like we're kind of caught it in this world of like a mixture between you have to maximize your time and only do your zone of genius right we hear this a lot yeah but then there's also the side too, that it's like, how can you make educated decisions about your business if you don't even understand the concept? Mm-hmm. Right? Like I, of course, I don't need to know how to code a website, even though I do know how to do one because I taught myself, but it's like, you don't need to know how to do that. However, you do need to understand how to use the systems that are going to like, or find a system that you can update it or you can make changes to, or mm-hmm. you can understand how it works. Because if that goes down, and you have no idea how, to, how it works, what are you going to do? Exactly. Well, right. that's, I mean, the, the key to that is being super resourceful. Because, I mean, it's really just like, in today's day and age, we're so lucky that like anything that you need to learn, you can find. Like, I yeah. believe that. I believe that 100%, whether it's a course that you're paying for, it's a coach that you're hiring, or just using Google or YouTube. I use YouTube to like figure out everything. I watch I'm visual, right? So I watch videos to actually see like step by step when I was trying to figure out um, an issue that I was having with my phone, I searched it when I was trying to figure out an issue that I was having with my printer. I searched it. I watched a video on how to like fix it. And then I just pause the video and I just do it step by step by step. And it's just, that's all you have to do is just be super resourceful. Don't just sit there and go, I don't know how to do this. Like guys, I'm not techie at all. Like Laura, you know this in Nashville, just like a month and a half ago was the first time that I ever learned how to connect my iPhone to my computer, to my iTunes, which is like the worst nerdiest thing to say, because I'm like, how do I not know how to do that? It's so simple, but there was something wrong. Like my phone wasn't connecting properly and I didn't know how to do it. So I didn't know how to get my pictures off my phone. And it's like, that seems like so simple, but it was actually, I had to do a bunch of extra steps because I didn't have the program in my computer, but like, I just Googled it. And I figured out the step-by-step and then I figured it out and I pulled it off and I was able to use my phone for what I needed it to do. But like, it's, I could have just sat there and been like, I don't know how to do this. Forget it. 
or I just took the extra 20 minutes to figure it out. No, but this is where this, you know, and I do truly believe that like, this is such a myth still, like that you have to have a degree in business or that you have to, actually, I'm going to say two myths. Either you have to have this degree in business or you have like, or you have to hire everyone to do everything. And I think that running a business, you have to understand the intricacies of your business. I think you have to understand how these things work. Do you need to do that every day as your job? No. But I also totally believe that we, like you said, we live in a world right now where everything is at your fingertips. There's people who have built multi, multi-million dollar businesses with no education, not even a high school diploma. So it is possible. Mm-hmm. But, and, and if you, like, there's no excuse why you can't because the, the information is out there and the coaches are out there. There's people out there who are helping you with these areas. So I think this is one thing that we need to get out of our minds and like the whole idea, I'm not techie. I'm not business. I'm not, um, you know, I'm I'm a sales I suck at math. Yeah. I suck at sales. That's another one. Like all of these That's things the when I hear all the time from our grads, but they're and- learnable skills. They're all yeah. learnable skills and you're going to suck at the beginning. The mindset, and it's the mindset though, too, that comes along with it. If you keep saying to yourself, I'm not this, then you won't be good at it. You have to get out of that mindset and you have to just believe like this is a skill that I'm going to learn and I'm going to be okay with. I could say I'm not very tech savvy, which I'm not, but I know how to use the tools that I need to know because I learned how to use those tools really well. Well, yeah, and it's, and it's just like anything, like learning how to play golf, you know, you're going to suck at first. You're going to like, if you come out the, the gate as Tiger Woods, then you are a once like in a gazillion, and even Tiger Woods, how much, he probably sucked when he first started playing too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so you have to give yourself permission to, to fail. And you have to give yourself permission that when you're learning that you're not going to be great, but you have to keep showing up and you have, you have to keep doing it. And that's where, you know, as an entrepreneur, like I said earlier, our biggest gift is to be resourceful. And if you like, you're a problem solver at your core, if you're going to run a business, whether you're doing it in fitness or you're going to teach, you know, moms how to make really beautiful cookies, or you're going to do, you know, build certification programs or whatever it is. We didn't, we weren't born knowing these things. So we have to be resourceful and we have to understand that if you understand that you can solve any problem, the answer is out there. You just have to find it. It takes so much pressure off your shoulders and you stop feeling like you suck. You just feel like, okay, I just haven't found the answer yet. I just got to find it. And then you're good to go. Exactly. So the third myth about opening your own fitness and nutrition business, and this is something too, that in this day and age we hear every day is that you have to be perfect. Oh gosh. Your business has to be perfect. Your Instagram has to be perfect. Your programs have to be perfect. Your materials have to be perfect. Like (laughs) everyone's expecting this. Like I remember like even right now, this YouTube video we're doing right now is ghetto compared to what most people are doing. I remember (laughs) when someone would take a picture of food with their camera. Now, if it's not lit up and like, you know, food magazine worthy, people are like, I don't want to eat that. Or have you seen that post online of like the, of the, like, it was, I saw it somewhere. It was an article on like the Instagram boyfriends or like Instagram partners where it was like showing the lengths that some of the partners would go to, to help these people actually get like the perfect picture. And it was like these guys, like literally guys and girls, sorry. Um, but they were literally like climbing walls, hanging over balconies, like crazy mad photos and like standing on top of tables and stuff. And I'm like inside of restaurants and things like that, like just to get the perfect shot. And I'm like, it's crazy. It's crazy. But you know what though? 
to me, it's like, those are the things that it's so smart though. Cause those people are treating their Instagram as a business. It's a difference between, they're not just doing it for likes. Like when people are like, Oh, this person on social media, like they're posting this picture of themselves every day, like, you know, in the gym, non sweaty, just to share. It's like, no, those people are treating their Instagram like a business and they're creating a brand persona and they're selling an experience. Right. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I know. But what I'm talking about though is like the perfection behind like, you know, having like people like get to that, go to the extremes just to get to that place. And like, there's so many times in business and we hear this from our students often that they think, and I know even we've struggled with this in the past where we're like, Oh no, like the program has to be perfect before we launch. Yeah. Everything has to be done before we, before we can put it out there. Um, you know, we know from, even when we were at the ClickFunnels conference, we were hearing when, um, Dean Granzioc was speaking and he was like, one of the videos that has made generated the most amount of revenue for him was a um, post that he filmed after he went hiking and he was like kind of sweaty and he just used his phone and he was just talking to camera and he generated millions of dollars through that video. That's a sales video that he just filmed off the cuff. I think he probably in some way had like some sort of a plan of what he was going to speak about, but it wasn't like professionally shot. It was shot from his phone. There was no real editing on it. It was just like raw raw material and like that's what people also want to see they don't want to just see this perfection i think that the perfection can work for some people but it's it doesn't have to be perfect every single time you don't have to wait to launch completely and i think the perfection depends on and that's why i even bring up the whole instagram thing the thing for me that like what helps me too is looking through the lens of what people are doing. So when I look at things, like it's a very different thing when you're on Instagram constantly and you're looking at people's feeds and you're feeling insecure about your business or about your life because you're comparing it to a different ideal. But when you start to realize that these people are actually like, they're just, it's business. They're doing this out of business. Yeah. In a way it changes to the way that you see it because you don't feel like, wait a second, that's their business. I have a different way of doing business. Like I was teaching, um, I was doing a teaching fitness vacation in Mexico and I was up early in the morning because I was teaching boot camp on the beach. So I was waiting for people to come and I was watching this couple who were on the beach doing a photo shoot. And at first I thought they were just a couple doing a photo shoot, but then it was like, I could tell very quickly that this was like a full on, like she was like arced in places, holding trees, like lots of butt shots, like the whole thing. <laughs> I talked to her afterwards and she works for, um, she's actually like a fitness Instagrammer, but there was no fitness post. It was just her, you know, in a bathing suit doing like what a lot of Instagram now is. Um, but again, it just, it gives you that different perspective. But like you said too, like that is one style of doing business. The other thing though, as well, is that if you don't even test stuff, if you wait till you are at that level where they know their audience, do you think their day one looked like that? No. But if you're looking at this and you're thinking, I can't launch my business until I have that stuff, you don't even know yet what your audience is going to react to. You don't know what they're going to like from you. You don't know if they're going to like the raw posts or if they're going to like the um, the more professional ones, or they're going to like, you know, you to deliver content via video or written or whatever it is. You've got to test. So you can't wait to be perfect because you're not going to get feedback, which in turn, you're not going to be able to know what people even want. Cause guys, the number one thing that will sell your programs, your products and your business is that you are providing a real transformation. Your product can't suck. Like this is something else that I had this conversation with a fellow, like someone else who's in business too, who like, she's one of my business, um, what do we like? Not my mastermind friends, but we talk business like a lot. We'll get together like once every couple months. And, um, 
so we were talking about the whole, like she has, she coaches some people. She's like, one of the hardest struggles for me as a coach is when someone's products like actually suck. Like they don't get results. So I'm like, does your product get results? And they're like, no, like I don't have any results from my product or I don't have any, like, she's like, well, your program has to be good. Like we could do all of the business building strategies, but if your program's not good. So she's like, don't worry so much about your website and about all these things. Like worry about getting, perfecting your program, getting people results. And then we could do all these other things around it. Agreed. Well, even when you think back, Laura, to like when we started Fit Chicks 10 years ago, our first website, your brother built for us. It wasn't beautiful like the one that we have now. It was very basic. It was very choppy looking and like very like, like a PayPal button. Like, yeah, like it was very cut and pasty and like weird looking, but like we built our business on that website. We had one of our biggest years in revenue on that website. Exactly. So it wasn't about having this shiny object. It was about the transformation that we were providing. And so if we would have waited until we had this beautiful, like amazing design website, we would have never launched our business probably. (laughs) No. So it was like, we didn't have the money to invest at that time. But that's the thing. So instead of worrying about being perfect, worry about getting people results, worry about, you know, connecting with your clients, worry about figuring out your niche, like the things that are really going to matter because worry about putting yourself out there. Yeah. Like you have started, you have to, you know, you have to be consistent. You have to be posting videos. You have to be posting content. You have to be, especially if you are in the online space and your programs are all online. If you're in person, of course you can be doing things, but it's the same thing. You want to be getting out there at events. You want to be speaking at your local health food store or volunteering at your local warmups for events. Um, that's what we used to do. I mean, we were at everything, everything, the walk to cure cancer to, uh, MS, to the running room, to, you know, any nutrition event. Like we just kept showing up. Mm -hmm. And so like, you have to just start and it also will make sure that you will start to feel more comfortable with not being perfect in a sense. Perfectionism, it kills more businesses, I think, than almost anything. It's such a block, right? It, it keeps you stuck. Yeah, I agree. I agree 100%. So yeah, guys, I know it kind of, it's like, it's really uncomfortable to hear that like, you know what, at the beginning, you're going to suck. And I remember when someone said that to us too at a conference. Remember that? We were at ClickFunnels and they're like, you know what? The first time you do it, you're going to suck. Yeah. Second time you do it, you're going to suck. Third time, you're going to suck a little less. <laughs> yeah. Fourth time, you're going to suck a little less. And it's like, that's how everyone gets better at anything. It's practice. Totally. When I just spoke at this conference this past weekend, it was the first time that I did this particular presentation and speaking on this particular subject. And I don't think it like super sucked, but it definitely could be better. And I could see how it could be better. Like, but I also speak quite a bit and I do video and I do content. So I'm a little bit more comfortable being in front of audiences. So, but I remember the very first time that I spoke at like any kind of an event and I super sucked. Like I was like sweating through my shirt, super nervous, stuttering my words, looking around the room for like acknowledgement or like acceptance and like all that kind of stuff. You know, it takes time. It takes practice, but like, you're going to like, you're going to get better. And I'm, I could see the progression in what I'm doing, but I could still see the, that I'm definitely nowhere near perfect. 
You know what I mean? Well, no, it's like, it's like even when I know that I'll never be perfect, it's going to consistently be a learning and it's going to consistently be me improving and working on it and practicing it and doing it over and over and over again until you get to a place where you feel better and you feel like you're doing it well, but you're always going to just be searching for that perfection. You're never going to get to that place. So just don't even worry about it. It's the whole thing too, like even speaking on a stage, right? Like you don't yeah. do that. You don't do that. How, when was the last time you spoke on a stage other than, you know, like at the fitness conference, but like, it's so rare because we were mostly doing online stuff. Right. Yeah. So I'm totally comfortable talking online in front of a camera in front of doing a webinar. You know what I mean? But like, even for me, it's been a long time since I've spoken live to a group other than our retreats. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, even with, um, when you look at people, like I remember my first speaking, oh my God, it was like the most stressful experience of my life. Um, but even when you think about teaching a fitness class and we talk to our students a lot about this, the whole idea of like, you know, it's not natural. Like if you've never done it before, it's not something that comes just naturally to most people. Like when I first started teaching fitness classes, I had to prepare. I had to have all my workouts written out. I studied them. I walked through the motions. I would talk about like, you know, practice them in advance. There are t- I can now, I can wing a fitness class. I could write a fitness class in my head as I'm teaching it. But yeah. that's because I've done it so many times. You totally. know what I mean? Like I remember one of our friends actually, when she started teaching fitness, she told me for two days before every class, she would uh, practice in front of her own mirror. Well, I know she was stressing me out. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like, that was like what she had to do to be prepared. And, you know, and that's okay. But like, if, if she would have let that feeling of being unprepared stop her, she would have never shown up to the first class. She would never be in a position now where she's helped impact so many women and help them, yeah. women and men, and train them and help them change their health and their life, right? So it's like, stop waiting to be perfect. Know that there's going to be fumbles along the road. Know that you're going to run into roadblocks. Know that you're going to like hit points where you're like, wow, that super sucks. And just be okay with that and just be okay with the process and know that you're going to get better, but you have to keep practicing your craft in order to get better. Exactly. And the one thing we're going to wrap this up, but the one thing that I truly believe is a game changer with huh. getting through all of these things, because the whole idea of perfectionism of, um, of feeling like you have to be perfect uh, at anything, like perfectionism in yourself, in your life, feeling like you don't know enough, feeling self-doubt. These are all like natural feelings that come up. But the, the number one thing I still to this day will always say that will help you get over that is surrounding yourself with the right type of people. Surrounding yourself with people who are either going through the same journey as you or are where you want to be. That's why I believe so strongly in coaches. I believe so strongly in programs because, you know, our partners, our families, our kids are not always the people who are going to be helping us to move towards our dream or helping us build our business. Like Mm -hmm. my parents, my partner, as much as they would try to understand, they're not entrepreneurs. They don't understand what it's like to go through what we're going through or what you're going through as you're trying to build. And that's okay. They can be there to support in different ways, but they're not going to be the people who are going to push you forward. So you need to find your tribe. You need to find, you know, like-minded people. We have our free um, Facebook group, which is Fit Chicks Academy uh, Online Biz Builders. If you go online, you can find, that's the backslash Fitness Academy Online Biz Builders on Facebook, or you can search build your online fitness and nutrition business with Fitchix Academy and you'll find us. It's a totally free group. We pop in there a lot. We have different challenges. We post a ton of information. We have a great network of other women who are doing the same thing as you want to do. So um, definitely go on and add that. 
And just remember, you don't have to do this alone. It's a journey. It's not a destination. It's something that like point number one, you will not be an overnight success and that's okay, but you're going to change in so many ways that you never thought possible personally, professionally, um, that it's, it's so worth to go through the ups and the downs because once you get there, it's going to be like, why didn't I start this earlier? Exactly. (laughs) Okay guys. So with that, we're going to wrap this up. Make sure to check us out, check out the Facebook group. Um, and of course, email us info at fitrix.ca or DM us on Instagram at fitrix Academy programs. Um, sorry at fitrix Academy, it's fitrix Academy programs on Facebook. Um, if there's anything you want us to cover to do with business, to do with nutrition, to do with fitness, to do with whatever it is, let us know. Um, cause we want to make sure that we're giving you guys the best of the best. Okay guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.